sit side G. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Relax your shoulders, soften the face as we continue our journey. Today we are going to talk about some of the disciples of Kabir. There are very many stories, but we are just going to touch base on very few and the most commonly known disciples who left a very deep mark on the histories and their lineages are still going on in today's world, 600 years after Kabir lived on this planet or this earth. Unche pani natike niche hit herai, niche huso bhare pie, uncha pyasa jai. That means the water does not hold up on the high places. It always stays when the ground is deeper or where the ground is deeper. And once the person who actually knows this deepness in their heart, only they can be able to enjoy the water, the cool, calm water. So that means all these disciples who came and left in Kabir's life, there were very many people. I mean, like his teachings were very popular. He was a revolutionary, especially when it comes to the middle class and lower caste people, because the lower caste was looked upon or treated very badly by these high caste people. And this saint who is fighting all the rituals and everything this high class people high caste people are doing. So of course you'll have a lot of followers, right? For their own reasons. <laughs> but he was looking for the people who were actually after the real deal and not following him just for the sake of it. And you exactly know what I'm talking about. So we'll not go into those details. But yes, so Kabir tested these disciples every now and then. And those tests are always very interesting because so many people, that's those tests actually take away so many just for the sake of followers away. One of the story is the Kabir's intoxication story, a very popular one. So what Kabir did was as his disciples were growing he was not interested in numbers. He was interested in sharing his gift and the enlightenment, enlightenment with the people who actually aligned with the right reasons, right? So his intoxication story is a good one. What he did as his numbers of disciples were growing and uh, he just decided one day to dress up not very nicely in the rags. So he dressed up in the rags and then he put the colored water in a glass bottle. So the bottle looked like as if it's it has alcohol in it. And then he also asked a, a prostitute who actually was his disciple uh, to follow or kind of like come with him as he go to this marketplace with the bottle of this colored water looking as alcohol and the prostitution or the prostitute next to him 
And he's just walking in this marketplace. So many people. First, he has, you know, this hundred of disciples coming and kind of like, you know, um, bowing their head in front of him and doing whatever they used to do. And then he is just not paying attention to anybody or he's paying attention or he's walking like as if he's drunk. And soon after, as he's passing by, the disciples start to kind of like... Uh, dropping off. So they're not following him anymore. There were so many people who dropped off and only one person left at the end. And that one person named Dharmdas. He was actually a high caste person at that time. He was a, by, by occupation, he was a trader. But he was the only person left after this whole day of Kabir doing his his kind of like uh, activity just to see who is the real deal and who are just the fake followers. Everybody left, just Dharam Das left. And then Dharam Das was given the enlightenment at the end of their road or end of their journey that day. Until today, one of the lineages is the Dharam Das family lineage. They're still known. They're still continuing the the, the whole uh, path of spiritual journey for other people. And they're helping a lot of people who actually are interested in the spiritual journey. But this was not the first meeting of Dharamdas and Kabir. Kabir actually met Dharamdas very many years before this incident and that was another interesting meeting he had. What that meeting was, at that time, Dharamdas was not his disciple. and But he, Dharamdas, has a set ritual or a routine set up. Every single morning, he would wake up, take the dips in Ganga River, and then do his prayers and everything, and then go to his work. Not enlightened at that point, but he had this... His heart was pure. So he had this kind of like where he wanted to help other people and uh, be at their service. So Kabir, when first met him, Dharamdas was doing his morning rituals or routine prayers and everything. And Kabir saw, uh, sat close to him and asked him, what is he doing? So Dharamdas smiling, thinking, oh my God, so it seems like this Muslim peer. So Kabir, by occupation was a weaver, right? And he dressed up as a Muslim and most of his life. So Dharamdas thinking, wow, this Muslim uh, fakir is, seems like he's interested in what I'm doing. I shall share with him everything that I know. And one of the, the part or the mantra Dharamdas used to do was Bhagavad Gita. So he started telling Kabir all about Bhagavad Gita and then Kabir at the end asked, okay, so you're telling me that you are reciting your mantras from a book that was written thousands of years ago and you do not have a teacher to explain you the meaning of this book? He said, yeah, we don't need teacher because the Bhagavad Gita says, you know, if you read the Bhagavad Gita, that's what my priests tell me, that if I do it, I'm good enough uh, and I'll find heaven in the end. So Kabir said, so you, all you're doing this just for heaven, so that is your last goal? You, you don't want anything more than that? 
Narendra sitting there, he's like, are you actually saying bad about my Bhagavad Gita, that my Bhagavad Gita will not take me to heaven? He said, no, I'm not saying that. All I'm asking is, is heaven your end goal? That was the first time ever somebody asked Dharamdas what the end goal was. And that, that thought was now in his head that, yes, what is the end goal? Is heaven the end goal? What happens after I've spent all the time in heaven? Am I coming back here? Is this the whole karma cycle going again? What if next time I'm born into some different family and I don't get to read the uh, Bhagavad Gita or I'm not this in, uh, on the spiritual journey? So all those thoughts starting kind of like coming in his head. And as he looked at Kabir, Kabir disappeared in thin air. And that was the first meeting Kabir had with Dharamdas. Since after that meeting, Dharamdas spent so many years looking for Kabir. And that, that walk that Kabir took in the market that day in the in, intoxication or the act of intoxication, Dharamdas did not left him. Even after what happened in his first meeting with Kabir, his faith had just grown more towards Kabir. At the end of the walk, Dharamdas literally bowed his head to Kabir, asking him to be his guru, like Kabir becoming Dharamdas' guru. And Kabir did accept it. You know, when the student is ready, teacher appeared. This was, teacher has already appeared when the student was ready very many years ago. This was time for a student to find the teacher again. And that's what, exactly what happened in that very moment. There are so many other stories that I'll be bringing in next episodes about Kabir and him meeting with some of the very famous fakirs or the saints who had lineages going on till day for Kabir teachings. So what is your end goal with that thought? Thank you.